Hello, my name is Erica. Over there is Devin. And this is Unnecessary Why, where we it's talk real, about Devin's shitty dating life. It's a really good thing that we don't like put out this uh, this whole um, FaceTime type experience right now. Because number one, my hat doesn't match my sweatshirt. Um, I got a red and white hat going on. And then uh, the brown and gold October Rise Padres sweatshirt. Um, but also I cannot get my hat straight in the camera and I feel like a fucking idiot trying to, I feel so weird on the camera because my head is always like lopsided and it makes your head's lopsided anyways. You're, you know how Adam Sandler in his early movies always makes fun of how his head is shaped like an egg. That's not what I mean. It looks like I'm oh. tilting it on <laughs> when I try to like, shut up. I already know what I'm shaped like. Guess anyways. what, Erica? You're shaped like an egg. I have a big ass forehead. I know all this. <laughs> One of my eyes is a little cross-eyed. It's fine. This is why your ass was trained to Pittsburgh. Your forehead's not proportionate <laughs> to the rest of your body. I thought it was because of my toes. Nobody said anything about your toes. You're just a fucking, <laughs> you're just a goddamn weirdo that doesn't bring anything to the table. So you're trained to Pittsburgh. I am great. I'd be the best getaway driver. Okay. What, a, what, 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 you know, what I would be the best person. Oh, yeah. Okay, and what if it's snowing? What if it's snowing this. when you do getaway? <laughs> you can't drive in the snow, Erica. Why would I be in the snow? I live in San Diego. I don't live in Alpine, which only has grapple. I'd like to point that out to Jeff. Gra- I've driven in grapple. Fuck? It's just fine. What is grapple? It's when it's like not quite snow. That's it's sleet, you dumbass. And slush. No, I swear to God. Okay. I'm Frozen rain. Up. I'm going to look this up right now. Oh, my God. I work. Is this, is my, of... this is my job five months out of the year. From November to you. March, this is this my is, job. This is the Google Wikipedia You're not smarter than me when it comes the, to rain, I know snow, and sleet. Well. Lived in it. And ice. Grapple. Grapple. This is my called, job. Can you shut your mouth? Grapple, no. also called soft tail, hominy snow, or snow pellets. What was that again? You're, You're bitching about hail? No, it's snow. It is a no, type of not. snow. Did you not listen? Hominy oh snow or snow pellets is precipitation that forms when supercooled water droplets in air are collected and freeze on falling Super cold. Snowflakes. Super cold snowflakes. You're so dumb. If you can't, plow I thought it, you were an. I thought you were an expert. Maybe you're you not cut out. If you can't plow it, if you can't plow it, I don't want it. Maybe you're not like, good <laughs> enough for San Diego grapple because you don't even know what it is. San Diego grapple. Yeah, it's actually alpine, but. Hello, I miss you. Um, I found our new theme song. I don't think we can use any of it. I don't care. We can't use this. <laughs> Sue me. I will see. <laughs> I get sued. That's how I imagine you as a dad. Shut up, boy. 
You missed the whole fucking song. I I've seen the episode. That is my name is Mr. Flower. So before 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 I drop the blade on any property or any road, I play that song every single time. I played it this morning at about five forty-five. You're a dweeb. Oh, it's super. I can't believe that you weren't traded. This is bullshit. Not only am I not traded, and this is on the this is this is on Twitter. Let's be real. This is on Twitter. Not only am I not traded, but I got a goddamn statue contract today. I would trade you in a heartbeat for Paul. I know you would. I I know you would. But I just told told Dave and Jeff that the best part about that is is what you just said, and I know this for a fact because I know you didn't think it all the way through. Um, You traded me one for one for Paul Rudd. (laughs) I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Suck a dick, Erica. I told Dave and Jeff I would trade anybody for Paul Rudd. Hold on. I'm about to... And then I said, wait. wait, I said, wait. Maybe except Avery. (laughs) Like, Avery's probably safe. But anybody else, y'all are gone. Are we gonna tra- are we gonna take their bit now? Their would you trade your friends? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait three episodes and then do it when I run out of content because I'm, yeah. Because <laughs> my whole like getting on dating apps didn't really work because I got bored in a day. My bad. So uh, Dave and Jeff won't trade me one for one for Paul Rudd, but you will. And honestly, like I'm more complimented that uh, uh, that you would trade me one for one for Paul Rudd. <laughs> but. I the never fact, compliment all, you. Shut all your that mouth. I all that I thought of today, not all that I thought of today, but like every now and again, it would pop in my head. Just the idea, because I took that picture of you, Dave, Jeff, and Laura the second time you guys were on the podcast out front of his house. Oh yeah, and did. yeah, because remember they thought I was in the car the whole time, and I was like, "No, nah, guys, I just got back from the bar." Um, yeah, that scared the crap out of me. It's super funny. You were the one who made me get out of the car. I know I did. (laughs) Uh, I I started your whole friendship. I started your whole friendship. You should be Um, thanking me. You shouldn't be trading me. I didn't trade you. You should all be thanking me and Laura. You You should all be thanking me and Laura. I didn't trade you. Better not. I'm just the captain of their team. You know why? I still. It's because fucking Dave can't clean out the lint in his dryer. <laughs> so they they need me around to do basic man shit because all they've ever done is sit on the radio. And so now they try to be me doing man shit and I try to be them with the podcast that 11 people listen to. So anyways, um, all that I thought about today was right where you guys took that picture or where I took that picture of you guys, a uh, a statue of me sitting in my plow truck. 
and then the plow truck was pushing snow off to the side and it looks like a wave that's what i pictured when uh when uh he said that Devin's getting a statue outside of the garage that's where i thought it was that's what i thought it would be incredible I'm very happy for you that you got your statue concert. What a solid concept. eight and a half minutes of bullshit. <laughs> I'm very disappointed that what you read about what I said is that I would trade you one for one for Paul Rudd. For Paul Rudd! That dude was on Friends! Oh, man. That dude has I so am... much money. I'm poor and live in an apartment in a suburb of Spokane, Washington. Do you know how much money I have? This podcast, Mike, was a stretch. <laughs> Why do like, I talk to you? Whoa. That's a little <laughs> serious for me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is really awkward. You'll be fine. You'll live. I'm just going to drink this water now and I hope you take back what you said. It's okay. My friends can be poor. I'm not There's ever no talking to you. I'm not ever talking, talking to you. You got traded to fucking Pittsburgh. I got traded for Paul Rudd. <laughs> and even then, the league vetoed that trade because he said it was too lopsided on the side that was trading me, Mr. Plow. That is my name. It's Mr. Plow. Anyways, um... Who, I wish I knew who even started that. There's probably somebody that I've blocked. You started now. the Mr. Plow thing. No, somebody else did. I, I've never seen that episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen that episode of The Simpsons. I couldn't even mm. tell you where I was from. Interesting. Um, so I have a story for you this week. Okay. Um, it happened actually last week. And so it's going to be a little bit different than uh, most of my stories, but kind of the same, all at the same time. It's going to be different in the fact that uh, in this story, I still have a girlfriend. And by the way, she's listened to these podcasts. So um, she said she didn't pay I'm... the five. She said she didn't pay the five dollars for Patreon. And I told her that she needed to stop being a cheap asshole. I told, her her, if, I, want my money. I told her no. I told her that if she was gonna listen to the podcast, she needs to pay for Patreon. <laughs> so um or after this, I'm gonna go have a beer with her and her friends and watch the Gonzaga game. So um it might okay. be that she pays for the beer. Before we get started with your whole story. Are you gonna say something that I don't want you to right now? Probably. You just told me that she listens to the podcast i know yeah and your dumbass went off on a tangent yesterday without thinking you don't even remember what you said nope and we're not gonna rehash it because i don't remember it and what i don't know can't hurt me <laughs> okay not even that but like did she make a comment about it yes no I brought it up because okay. um, Fair. my so my best friend is married to her best friend mm -hmm. or one of her best friends. And he was like, we were having wings. And this actually kind of leads into my story from last week. 
We uh, Wednesday Wednesday night. It's fifty cent wing night at this place called Boston's over uh, in the mall parking lot. But um, anyways, we uh, him and I went there and we were talking and he basically was like, "Yeah, um, you know, she listened to your podcast, right?" And I was like, "Oh fuck, okay." And she's like, "You know, she really didn't like that, right?" And I was like, you, sir, know that she knew I had a podcast about shitty dating before she got with me, right? And Or before she made her final decision, right? And he was like, well, no. And I was like, so this is actually her fault because she... Okay, gaslighting. (laughs) Because she... Oh, totally. Um, Because I told her everything she needed to know. Now... It's kind of gaslighting, kind of not. Maybe I'm gaslighting myself here. But she knew about it. I told her exactly what it was about, what would be on it, blah, blah, blah. And she didn't have any objections. So this is her own damn fault. Yeah, you really don't remember what you said. No, not even a little bit. I hope she didn't listen to last week's, though, because I remember panicking a little bit. So anyways, um, so Wednesday night. This is actually the same night. We uh, finish up at Boston's, and it's probably like 6.30 because both of us get off at about 4 usually um, when it's not like a crazy day for me. Today I got off at like 7 and rushed home, but 6.45, 7. But Wednesdays we're usually off at 4, head to Boston's, have about 12 to 18 wings, which is honestly like 12 bucks. Um, and it's super great. My math was totally off there. It's actually $9. Uh, and then a buddy texts me while I'm there and he goes, hey, do you want to go play pool at this place called the Black Diamond? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm totally down for that. So I go over there and I'm we're shooting pool and it's, it's, a, it's a legitimate pool hall, right? A little bit ghetto, whatever. And uh, this girl uh, was there with her friends. Her name was Emily. Um, so there's a Y. Spell... Okay, wait, how do you spell it? Is Take it a guess. E-M... Okay, I'm going to guess. E-M-Y-L-Y. No. Did you spell e- it the normal way? Why are you talking to people? E-M-I-L-E-E. Oh, it's still terrible. I know. So many unnecessary vowels. She is this super cute blonde girl, right? Um, I did her best friend's parents' uh, patio two years ago. So we built him this super, super nice patio. It's honestly one of my favorite projects I've ever done. And uh, he became friends with me later on. And his daughter or stepdaughter or whatever was like, hey, you're super cool. Like, you should meet my friend. And I was like, okay, cool. So I met her. Um, And then she had a lot going on. Things never materialized. And so then I run into her a year and a half later at this uh, pool hall. She had, a, she had a really cute friend with her, and so my buddy wanted to hang out with him, okay? They then had a couple guys come, and which was fine. Like, they were all just friends. Like, I, again, I didn't care. He was, I don't think he was intimidated. He was better looking than all of them. Um, and they were super, super douchey. One of them, within five minutes of talking to me, asked me for cocaine. And I'm like, sir, 
it's eight o'clock on a Wednesday night. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you associate with these people? I don't. I was just trying to shoot uh-huh. pool with a friend. Uh huh. These people walked up, and so my buddy's flirting with these uh, people. Just Emily's. gravitate towards you. You don't. You don't select them. They gravitate towards. You. I manage a landscaping company. What do you want from me? Like, I might want to <laughs> hire him. He's gonna do the interview on cocaine. He's gonna do lines in front of you. No, he's just gonna wait three days after the he's gonna wait three days after the interview to take his drug test. It's actually so funny, side note, when people wait exactly three days after I hire them to take a drug test and then we can hire them the next day or they can start the next day. But um yeah, I, I always know they're on Coke. And I'll like say something and it's like, well, they passed their drug test, and I'm like, cool, works for me. Um but anyways. So, like, that's how insane they were. They were, like, asking me for Coke, asking me for Adderall, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, like, looked at Emily and I was like, dude, this is not the people that I want to be hanging out with right now. Like, and she was like, oh, no. And she became super, super flirty with me. And I was actually really standoffish, believe it or not. Um, It was tough. It was a tough one. And she was. She's very attractive. Um, and so they start taking shots. And I I think it started the snow, if I'm being honest. And it had nothing to do with cocaine. It was actually snowing outside. <laughs> so I was like, cool, I got to sober up. Like, I'm going to have to go to work soon. Like, blah, blah, blah. And again, I had only had a couple beers. It wasn't like anything like I was drunk. It was just more like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be hungover when I'm, like, plowing snow. So worst. Um, so we uh, were shooting pool, having a good time, talking, laughing, whatever. And this girl starts getting all up on me. And my girlfriend's not there. She's out of town. And I got so wildly uncomfortable that I just like shut down and stopped talking and just kind of like isolated myself away from the group. And I went and sat at the bar alone. And she came over and started talking to me. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom, whatever. And she was like, hey, on your way back, can you grab, and this is a major red flag for me. She was like, can you grab the vape juice out of my purse over at the table? And I was like, uh, okay. Okay, She's so like, I don't vape. It's in, I don't vape, I, so what dude, is that? It's like um, a refill, I believe. Oh, okay. Because they have like these stupid little to- vape. They have like these stupid little vape things, right? I don't vape either, but yeah. my brother does. They have these little yeah. vape things. And then what this felt like was like a little like almost like an airplane shooter size like shot. But mm-hmm. um with like a nipple on the end. So like it was almost like a like a baby bottle, but like reverse. So like you can squeeze okay. it and it shoots out. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, as much as it can. I just yeah. didn't know what it was. I don't really. So it's a cartridge to refill their vapes. Yeah. So I do that. And she's told me throughout this whole time, I'm not like, I don't do drugs. I don't do this. I don't do that. And I think right now, while I'm in the bathroom, is a good time to pause and tell you that... Um, in March 2020, her sister was murdered 
in a place called the Red Top Motel. Ooh. And I'm not one to um, I'm not one to say anything that isn't proven as fact on a subject like this. However, you can draw your own assumptions on what the Red Top Motel is. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, in 2019, I believe it was probably fall 2019, somewhere between 2018 and 2019. I'd gone on a date with this girl. I never put it together that they were sisters. Okay, so what, this girl's what sister. Put it together for you. Uh, their last name. Okay. And so I was like, I guess it sometimes in my brain, and I don't know if this is like this in yours, but sometimes in my brain, something will just click, right? I remember mm -hmm. my junior year of high school, something just clicked and baseball made sense to me, like how I was playing it, right? Um, when I was doing my new, when I started my new job, something just clicked one day and the entire new like software that I was learning just all made sense. Yeah. Like my brain, I don't know why my brain works like that, but it does. As soon as it gets it, it's like, oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. I like got it while I was going to the bathroom and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> That's okay. So awkward. Yeah. And I had like kind of talked to this girl. I was like, why didn't you like, like, why did you never, why did you say you were interested in me like a year and a half ago and then never do anything? And now you're like trying to flirt with me because I don't do first dates very well. I just like want to get right to the nitty gritty. And not that this is a first date. It wasn't, but like, I like making things awkward. I want to know why. And um, this girl straight up was like, Oh, like I had my issues after my sister died, blah, blah, blah. And that makes so much sense. That makes so much yeah. sense. Um, and to be clear, I never kissed her sister. I never like, like there was nothing physical. We went on a date. There wasn't anything and we left. Okay. So um, like, it was like, yeah, I bought her two drinks and a meal, whatever. Um, so I go to this girl's purse and I reach in the front pocket and the first thing that I get out of the purse is, and I'm going to butcher the fuck out of the name of this thing, buprenorphine. So buprenorphine? Buprenorphine. Or I've never heard of it. Buprenorphine. In my world, you're saying it right. Because I yeah. have no idea what it is. The first thing, and immediately... She, I look over, she's not looking, and I Google it because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the drug world, whatever. So yeah. this girl tells me she hardly drinks. She doesn't do coke. She doesn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. You know, trying to impress me, I guess. Buprenorphine is the best opioid medication for management of moderate to severe opioid withdrawal. It yeah. alleviates withdrawal systems and reduces cravings. What else is buprenorphine? It's a painkiller used for cancer patients Yikes. that have no, that are not chemo eligible, meaning like they're so going to die. So it's super strong. They're going to die. Yeah. Like yeah, that's what it's die. for. Yeah. So it's used to help people that are addicted to opioids, 
but it's an opioid. Yeah, but it's used to placate people who are dying. And then it's used to help people that are dying not feel a ton of pain. Yeah. And then I, I looked up and I, I looked up the strongest dosage of it. The strongest dosage on the market that I could find is eight milligrams. She had eight milligrams. She had 52 pills, eight milligrams of it. And I was like, God damn, this girl tried so hard to convince me that she's not on anything. And so then questions to follow she, up. And then she asks me to grab a vape cartridge for her. And that's what I find. Yeah. So question to follow up. Was it prescribed to her? I don't know. I didn't look. Okay. Does it matter? Maybe. Kind of. Like maybe she's in recovery. Maybe, yeah, she doesn't really do anything because she's in recovery. She knows she's an addict. Sure. Sure. Why not tell me? Like, why not tell somebody? Yeah, I feel like somebody that you're like interested in. Yeah, I feel like if you were, at least I'd be open enough to be like, yeah, I used to be addicted, but now. Oh, totally. Me too. Also, I probably wouldn't be hanging out at a pool hall. Yeah. With With people who are friends that are on Coke (laughs) and I mean, God knows what else. I just try to give people the benefit of the doubt a lot. And so this could very potentially be that scenario. If that's but that if scenario, that's though, case, like, that's not something that I want to be a part of. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely not. But also, if that's the case, she is hanging out with the wrong people that are not enabling yeah. her to get clean. Oh, yeah, totally. So anyways, um, I bring her over the vape juice and I didn't really ask. I didn't really want to. Um, but I just thought it was really interesting. We got her dead sister that I went on a date with years and years ago a drug situation and now this girl's taking shots after shots after shot oh but i thought she hardly drinks <laughs> are you fucking kidding me laura absolutely not what stupid ass stupid ass puns what did you do laura told Laura commented and said she traded me for ballpark nachos. I would too. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? You're not the goddamn GM. Uh, I'm the GM of our friendship. <laughs> you hate me so much right now. <laughs> I feel the energy. You're lucky above us right here. All right. Um, so yeah, that, that was a, uh, that was a situation. Um, I mean, outside of giving her the benefit of the doubt, imagine you being in her shoes, you're trying to flirt with this guy and he's like, just not interested period. And you try and try and try, and then you just get hammered. And then he finds out that you're on a massive amount of opioids. Well, I can say with one hundred percent confidence. Look. I can say with one hundred percent confidence that that has not happened to me. Good, that's great. 
I feel bad for her though. Like she's tried texting me a couple of times and I just haven't replied. Well, you have a girlfriend, you shouldn't reply. Oh, totally. I think that I handled it fine. Like I tried to run away from the situation a couple of times without ditching my friend. So Yeah, that's rough. I was like, why didn't you just leave? But that's rough when your friend's there. I felt yeah, I felt an obligation to wingman for him. But I've All done right. that. I've done that before. So and it ended up with us at all at a strip club in Palm Springs. Anyways, um, <laughs> is this the same friend? <laughs> potentially. <laughs> I feel really bad about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry to everybody in that situation. Everybody, I know you're not. (laughs) I feel bad for the strippers because we just kind of grilled them like on here (laughs) about how bad they are at their jobs. It's not them. I understand why they did what they did. No, that girl was like the Austin Hedges of strippers. (laughs) I love Austin Hedges. Yeah, well, did you You see the shirtless? Did you see the shirtless picture? Oh, I I can't go there. I did. <laughs> Look, I did I just not have... intend to body shame anybody in this you situation. You totally body shamed him. He, he's still hot, so I, I don't, don't even. Care. I don't even care about body shaming Austin Hedges. I feel bad for body shaming the stripper by comparing her to Austin Hedges oh, and and his doing. man tits. <laughs> Leave him alone. No. If he hits more than 190 in a major league season, I will leave him alone. He's just great defensively, and none of you appreciate it. But y'all appreciate that I could sit there with a bat in my hand and hit one 108 in 162 games right now in the major leagues. 108. I could luck into about, let's see, there's 600 at-bats-ish if you're hitting in the bottom of the lineup. I could luck into about 50 to 60 hits. <laughs> anyway, speaking of strippers, I would like to move on to our Am I the Asshole of the Day? Oh, yay! <laughs> God, that was the okay. gayest thing I've done in the last 30 it, minutes. I'm really proud of you. What's up? Okay, am I the asshole for refusing to help my daughter with her car payment because she is a stripper? Wait, pause. If she was a better stripper, she wouldn't need help with her car payment. Agreed. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, yeah, okay, no, let's... you're not You're not the asshole. You're pushing your daughter to be better at what she loves. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know Tell what? me I'm wrong. My car payment's like $750. Jesus so. Christ. <laughs> it's painful. I have a 2017 Dodge Ram 2500 diesel that has half that car payment. Yeah. And it's almost paid off. I had a 2016 Ford Fusion and it was less than half of that. But shit happens and it got totaled. And you didn't now have I insurance? Have... No, I had insurance. I got paid out. Um, but I bought mm-hmm. a cheap car first and then I switched over to my brand new RAV4 that I'm obsessed with. But anyways. I've never seen more of a mom car in my life. 
I love my car. I guess you are a mom. I am a mom. Okay, I, 47 male, have a 22-year-old daughter. She's in college. This man is 47 campus. years old and on Reddit at the end. All I'm right. 31 and on Reddit. <laughs> it's not much better. I agreed to help her make I agreed to help her make car payments since she was in school. I was recently informed by a young man I work with that my daughter strips at a club about 40 minutes away. I confronted her on this and she said she didn't plan to do it after she graduated and she needed some money. I told her then work at McDonald's, not use her body. What? McDonald's doesn't pay as well as being a stripper. McDonald's doesn't pay shit. And it's more emotionally abusive. You have freaking customers screaming at you. Your manager's screaming at you. It's awful. My we got into an argument. Me. Ignore the call. We're I busy. <laughs> we got into an argument and I asked her to quit stripping and get a decent job then. She refused and said, Can you please listen? Like, literally. I got tagged in a foot picture of James Hess. It's really bad. I'm sorry. I should tag you in my foot picture that I posted the other day. Um, she refused and said shipping was easy money. So basically, I said there was no need for me to pay her car payment anymore since she is making money so easily. She got upset and said that wasn't fair and that she doesn't make enough for that. I told her to figure it out. She told my wife about what happened, and my wife is upset by her job of choice. It says it's unfair for me to stop supporting her so suddenly over an argument. I think it's perfectly fair. It's my money and my decision when to cut it off. That's fair. I don't think it's fair. Why? It's his car. Yeah, but I don't think it's fair. Because if you were planning on supporting her through her college years, and you made that promise to her, and then you find out from your creepy coworker who tattles on her that she's she works at a strip club, like that's not cool to go sure. back on your word just because she's a stripper temporarily. Yeah. Well, he's and like I... you're not even acknowledging. He's not even acknowledging how creepy his coworker is. To, no, that's, like okay, that's first of all, going no going that's into a strip club, point. and guaranteed, he tried to approach oh, he her. He definitely, he definitely paid his daughter a month of rent. Oh, yeah. He probably tried to approach her, probably tried to take her out, and she said no. And so that's why he's tattling on her. Like, it's just really creepy all around. And the whole story's weird. Like, why do you care what your adult daughter does for a living? Because you're paying her bills. It only says the car payment. Does she live at home? No, she lives on campus. Hmm. So... He doesn't, he doesn't pay for her housing, and he's, his dumbass thinks that there aren't other costs incurred with living off campus. So she got a full-ride scholarship to go to school, so she doesn't have to pay for housing, but she does have to pay for everything else that goes with it, sure. and he's not covering those costs. So he wants her to work at McDonald's, 
for minimum wage. And depending on the state, that's shit money. I mean, not even depending on the state. Like, California, $15 an hour doesn't get you very far. How much an hour? 15 No. I thought you said 50 I was like, um, no. yeah, that'll get you pretty far anywhere. Um, I just kind of disagree. Why am I so tired? Holy shit, it's almost like it's I've okay. been up all day. All it's day. okay. We know, we know that you just like to... To ogle women and not to actually think that they have a brain, but it's fine. No, I would totally strip if people paid me to strip. I think the problem is, is that for me, in my opinion, if if I'm paying for somebody to have something done and... As far as I know, their values align with mine, then that's great. And if at some point they do something in my judgment that doesn't line up with how I see, I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. I don't even know how to explain this. I don't think he's the asshole. And well, I don't think he's the asshole I because think... I think it's his money and he can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. So if he wants to go buy a stripper, uh, then he can buy a stripper. But if his daughter's a stripper, guess what? He doesn't have to give her money. Yeah, That was such a bad argument. That was such a bad argument. Oh, my such God. Such a bad argument. Can I have a do-over? No. Okay. Because I think what Anyways, he's... Because you're asking like... if you're the... A- you're... Stop. I would like a do over. He's not no. the asshole. So I think, like, yes, it is his money. He can do whatever he wants with it. That's my point. But is he the moral? But is he the, in the moral wrong to no. take away money? Just yes, he is. Morally, it is. It's wrong for him to. Oh, do that. I'm sorry. I misheard. I misheard what you said. Yeah. Yeah, I know. God, you're not only blind and have no reading comprehension, but you're deaf too. That's okay, a real problem. Okay, so the other day, the other I'm day, seeing so many red flags with you. You're broke. I actually, I actually got in trouble for this. Not in trouble for this because I'm above the person that tried to get, like, tried to yell at me for it. Um, one of the admin girls sent me an email about how this customer was complaining about how his yard looks. And they sent me a, it was a five or six sentence email. And I, it was about like a yard cleanup, which isn't even my department um, mm-hmm. or, or like what I'm, what I'm over. And I sent back an email that just said, there's six inches of snow on the ground. That was my response <laughs> to their complaint, but I just sent it back to her and They got so, your mic's muted. They got so irritated. Um, Like this, this girl got so offended. And my first thought was, you are one of five women that work at a landscaping company with seven, with 60 men that work here. And a lot of them aren't very good people. Like 
we're talking about 15, 16, $17 an hour employees, not like, you know, they're not paid to be nice. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, if you're offended by me saying that there are six inches of snow on the ground, there's going to be a lot. Anyways, the point of this is, is I go down to the office and uh, my sister works in the office and somebody asked me about the email and I was like, oh, I didn't know that was in there. And uh, she was like, what? There was like, did you not read it? And my sister who works, who works in the office goes, Devin doesn't read emails. He skims them. And I was like, huh, I guess you're right. And they were like, so did you call the customer? And I was like, no, why would I call the customer? I just emailed the office girl back. Like she can take care of it. And they were like, in the email, it explicitly asks you to call the customer. And I was like, yeah, I didn't read that part. <laughs> so, um, and then today I got made fun of for constantly color coding things. So like I started when I have emails, like color coding the important parts. So like one's highlighted in blue, one's in orange, one's in green, one's in yellow, et cetera, one's in pink. So um, yeah, you're not entirely wrong. No, I, I'm completely right. I already know this. But that's why I color code everything is so that my eyes are like a draw, draw attention to that sentence. Do you like how Molly just like took up my whole camera? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But guess what? You're going to talk about that and nobody else can see it. Um, <laughs> do you remember who you got traded for today on the Dave and Jeff show? I got traded a couple times. <laughs> I know. First, you got traded to Pittsburgh, but then the commissioner vetoed that, and they vetoed the Laura trade too. So what Jeff did was he packaged all of you. He tried to package all of you for Paul Rudd, and then that didn't no. Work. Dave tried. Dave tried to package. Me Dave tried Paul to, Rudd. and then they were like, "No to Pete Davidson," which I felt kind of bad for because I felt like Pete Davidson could get me a lot of tail. Um, mm. Like just being homies with him. But then they packaged you for you and four other people for probably an 80 year old Jeff's woman. Childhood crush. Yes, probably and 80 years old right I, now. I was plowing snow at a medical facility this morning when I heard that. And all I thought of was Jeff. Do you really want, and, and we're talking probably about 40-year-old her, not 80-year-old her or whatever. Yeah, but now she's We're talking about her in her prime. No, we're talking about trading for her in her prime. Um, do you really want, like me, with a lifetime contract on the team, a statue contract on the same team as your childhood crush? Because eighty year old woman? Yeah. No, but I'll do a forty year old woman. Why are you like so taken back by that? If she's as hot as if she's as hot as Jeff said she is, I, I am mean shocked that you imagine would Jeff imagine Jeff trading all of hold on. Imagine Jeff woman. Imagine Jeff trading all of his friends for her. And then <laughs> imagine them not telling him it's 80 year old her. No, they get 40 year old her. No, imagine them saying, Yeah, you get her. And he's like, Do I get 40 year old her? 
They're like, no. No, you get 80-year-old her. I'm We're not, not going, I'm not going after 40-year-old her, but I can I can only I can only go after or I'm not going after 80-year-old her, but I'd definitely go I after 40-year-old her. And what generation 40, is 40, this? Just to be and clear. 40. No, what generation is this? Because Jeff's pretty old. Is this the 1930s? Jeff's not that old. Don't talk about my GM like that. <laughs> you're just bitter. I only say this because you, he doesn't listen. You are no, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to him. You <laughs> are the Eric Hosmer of that deal. Your ass got sent to Pittsburgh. I said something. And else hold on, hold on, hold on. Your ass got sent to Pittsburgh. And vetoed that trade. So instead, you got sent to Minnesota, where it's even colder and snowier and worse. And when they wanted, they wanted Mr. Plow and they got Erica. I said that me and Laura are like the Max Freed of their friendship. No. Got traded away for absolutely. You guys are Erica. You guys both vetoed your trade and got sent to a worse place. And then we lost Luke Voigt because of it. So thanks a lot. <laughs> Fucking A. Our team was so much better if you would have just accepted the goddamn trade. Now we got 80-year-old Mrs. Smith over here trying to flash her boobs at Jeff. Her tits <laughs> that go down to her boobs. ankles. <laughs> While in a wheelchair. Oh, look at this, Jeff. No My. team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take you up on that offer. <laughs> then Jeff gets boned out by an 85-year-old woman. Did you listen to their whole podcast today? Also, no, can we talk about it. how Jeff basically talked about a booty call for like 10 minutes without calling it that? And I was like, bro, you live with your ex, but you uh but you're like taking 2 a.m. phone calls from women. Like I respect it. Okay, I totally lost the podcast. That's cool. Oh, there you are. My computer started acting up. My computer started acting up. Like it was, it's still recording, but it like went into the background. Oh, weird. Yeah, Yeah. but any, anyways, uh, I respect the hell out of Jeff. Trying to get eighty-year-old pussy. (laughs) Respect the hell out of him. Do not send this to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I I just had a thought that I'm not sure I can say. What's that? I think you should say I, it anyway. What do you what do you think sags lower? <laughs> The boobs. The boobs? <laughs> the boobs. Are we sure they're not fake? Fair. But like I said, it was the 1930s. They didn't have I love I love then. I love how like the Stop prompt me. was like, who is your childhood crush? And I think he was going for like uh like I think he was going for like celebrities and Jeff's like my friend's mom. <laughs> Like, dude. Yeah, as, I'll just talk. I'll somebody, just talk about somebody who nobody knows. My first crush is this dude named Kyle Brown. Santee. Oh my god! 
No, stop, stop, stop. I need to finish this. <laughs> As somebody who has been told their whole life that they have a hot mom, I'm so Nothing. wildly offended. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I cannot like. <laughs> Because I know, I know somewhere 30 years from now, somebody's going to have a podcast talking about my mom like that. And I just can't. (laughs) No, I like how, because my mind went to that too. Like all of my friends had crushes on my mom. Oh, it's so bad. I told my mom to stop coming to my high school baseball games at one point because I couldn't handle it. I'd be, I'd be like up to bat and they'd be like, hey, Como, where's your mom? And I'm like, she's right there. Can I just... Hit the ball. One of my oh friends my used to hit on my mom every single day because she'd have to pick me up from school and she'd be waiting in the parking lot for me. And he would get out early and specifically to go talk to my mom. We had the last final class together. He'd dip out of class early just to go harass my mom before I got to work. Um, I have a friend that I definitely went to a country concert with her mom. That was a good time. I don't think I've ever had crushes on my friend's dad. That's weird. I I can't believe how hard I've laughed at this stupid-ass podcast today. Oh, man. I just don't Stop know. It, like, I just don't know. I I can't. I uh yeah, I'm hoping that this is this today might be the last of Mr. Plow for the season. Thank God. Dude, it's been five months of Mr. Plow. That's so much. Like literally it's from too no, excessive. no November sixth to March sixth. So I guess that that's I count months like November. If it happens in November, that's one month because of how we bill, if that makes sense. Because, like, we yes. bill at the end of the month. So, like, November 6th to March 6th isn't four months. It's five months. So, anyways. Sorry, I'm yelling um, at a cat right now with my eyes. Yeah, I'm sure that's working. It is. She's scared of me. Every time I snap my fingers, she flinches. My dog's just laying on the couch staring into space. And now he just like glared over at me when I said my dog. Oh, man. Um, So, hey, when do you graduate? Um, I think my graduation date's May 21st. May 21st? I'm waiting. I'm trying to get a um, petition through with them because they fucked up my whole schedule. Okay, when is your when is your graduation party? June 24th. June 24th. And it is a Saturday, not a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's better. So, I am going to try and fly in then for that. All right. I'm going to try and fly in that Friday night and then I'll probably try and take that Monday off or something, but uh I'll leave I'll leave after that. And then there's a chance that uh, I'm getting Dave and Jeff there for that. So because they want to come hang out with me. Yeah, I'll I'll leave two tickets available. I don't know if Dave will like it. Oh, is it all? Is it a bunch of Padres Twitter people? 
It is. <laughs> oh, God. And my coworker, and I'll tell him to harass him, too. So. I'll fucking protect him with my life. I'll be like, oh, you're going you're gonna to talk about my friend Dave like that, all? Huh? He said one nice thing about me one time. Absolutely not. <laughs> all five. I, li- I love whenever he me. says. No, I love whenever he says. He's like, I only go to Padre's Twitter meetups if Erica's there. Erica's like my bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I make people stop bullying him. Like, so, I make sure people do bully him. I'm really, really scared to change my name from Mr. Plow to the Sod Father for the season because I know how much they shit on the Sod Father for uh, the excessive um, watering of the Super Bowl turf. Yeah, you think? But uh, it turns out it wasn't his fault. Yeah, the whole field was a bad idea. No, no, no. It was he had advised that all he does now is it, the sod father advises the grounds crew. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually like take care of it himself. He was he was advising him and he was like, hey, that either A needs to be in the sun longer or B not watered as much. And what happened was they watered it right before they brought it in from from the sun in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And then they put the tarp over it. And so what had happened was, smart. no, and he had also said they needed another layer of sand on there too, and then compacted, and that never happened. So he had, uh, he had advised them to do all these things, and they didn't. They would watered it, put the tarp over it, and then the, that day they undid the tarp, obviously, and that's where they had all the issues. So, and he has records of him saying that, so... The Sodfather's you know name what? is cleared. I'm still going to blame him. No! Fuck you! Just because it bothers you. God damn it, Derek. <sighs> Molly's going to blame you, too. Anyways, that's the show. You. I'm sick of look, looking at Erica's stupid-ass cat. <laughs> it's not even my cat. <laughs> fucking pussy. All right. My roommate. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still talking about the cat. Um, all right, cool. That's the show. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend. Um, don't let Jeff listen I to the say, show. I say, I say, don't tell anybody about the show. It's awful, and definitely don't tell Jeff about it. Thank you. All right, talk to you later. Bye.